Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Make or break tonight for the Queensland Maroons taking on New South Wales in Game 2 of State of Origin. Stay tuned. We're going to have our full match preview coming with Natty over the next few hours. And then we're going to have another podcast with Natty where we do our randomised football cards and we pick our squad of 1-20. to I'm going to pick my best all-time New South Wales team. Natty, he's going to pick his all-time best Queensland side using the randomised uh, function that we've been using all this week to pick a couple of footy sides. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and have a listen this week. I picked my current NRL side using this randomised form that came from Luke at the Rugby League Lounge. Go check him out. Sensational stuff. And then I also did my best origin team ever using this new formula. Really exciting stuff. Cannot wait to bring you those two podcasts with Natty today in the lead up to Origin 2 tonight. Up the Blues. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. State of Origin kicks off later tonight. Going to be a sensational game. Game two, New South Wales Blues looking to wrap up this series. Queensland looking to come back from probably their darkest hour, let's be honest here. A very disappointing performance for them in game one up there in Townsville. A big defeat there. And look, we did this for game one. Six footy cards of former New South Wales and Queensland legends. We went through and said, which of those uh, six legends would I most want to bring back into the current New South Wales and Queensland side? So we're just just go through the six options that we had. We put these up on our Instagram last night. The six options for the Queensland Maroons we chose for this game. Michael Morgan, Trevor Gilmeister, Brent Tate, Kevin Walters, Gary Larson, and big Tunza Tony Carroll. For the New South Wales Blues, the six guys we chose from the past. Nathan Hindmarsh, which has Benny Elias, Andrew Eddinghausen, Ben Kennedy, Mark Gaznia, and of course, BK, Brett Kamali. Those are our six options for Queensland, our six options for Queensland. And New South Wales, sorry. And we're going to dive into our six from Queensland. So six really likely candidates here, six sensational players in their own regard. Uh, Let's kick off with Michael Morgan. Now, Mick Morgan, obviously a guy that had that huge moment in the 2015 Grand Final, which was just an unbelievable moment. I've talked about as being one of the biggest plays 
in the history of rugby league for me. It's right up there with the very best of them. For Queensland, though, he only played 12 games, so they were really solid 12 games. And he probably, you know, he came off the bench in the vast majority of those, played fullback in one of them. Then he actually finished his origin career playing in the centres. And uh, I thought he did a really good job when he played centre. A lot of people bagged Queensland when they made this selection, but I thought Mick Morgan, he was sensational centre at centre. A really, really solid and consistent player. I've always had a lot of time for Mick Morgan. Very sad to see his career end the way it did. He had so much more to offer. Devastating. Now, this is a guy that, when I was thinking about this yesterday, I was sort of thinking to myself, oh, you know, Mick Morgan, he's probably not a guy that I would select over some of these other fellas. But, of course, over the last 24 hours, we've seen that Reese Walsh, he's been ruled out of this game. So, for me, Mick Morgan, he really jolts himself into the calculations here. We've seen Val Holmes, his uh, his well, his current teammate from this season at the North Queensland Cowboys moving to fullback. For me, you could play Mick Morgan there. The other option, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit, and this is something that I think Queensland should seriously consider, is the potential of being able to move Cam Munster back there. And this is where you could bring a Michael Morgan in there. So for me, Morgo right in the selection process out of these six, even though he's probably played the least amount of games out of all these legends. As I said, a guy that I've got a hell of a lot of time for, this fella. Uh, The next man on our list... He's another origin legend, a guy held in just the highest regard, played 22 games with the Queensland Maroons. It is Trevor Gilmeister, the axe, one of the best tackling techniques we've ever seen in our game. And, you know, mostly played in the back row, came off the bench a little bit for Queensland as well, and he's 22 games. And, I mean, when you have a look at the back rows for Queensland at the moment, Jai Arrow, Felice Cafusi, two really solid options there. Then coming off the bench, obviously their second row off the bench is David Fafita. So it's probably not a position they're screaming out for, but, geez, when you leak that many points in game one, Trevor Gilmeister, this is another guy that I think you have to seriously, seriously consider in this side. The next option we've got is Brent Tate. Now, Brent Tate, uh, pretty underrated guy, in my opinion. A guy that um, played 23 games for the Queensland Maroons, played his first game in 2002, his last game in 2014. Sort of went missing for a couple of years there between 08 and about 13, maybe 12. Obviously had a number of injuries throughout his career as well. And then, of course, his career was cut short at the end with another injury. But a guy that scored, you know, five-odd tries at Queensland. He was always sensational. Played a couple of games here and there off the bench in the very early days of his origin career. But played mostly centre and wing. Probably played more wing than what he did centre. But... An incredibly consistent guy, Brent Tate, a very solid footballer. And when you look at this Queensland side, geez, I think you could do worse than to have a genuine centre there. We spoke about this last game. You've still got Kirk Hapewell out there. We we said in the lead-up to that game that that could be an issue, um, and it proved to be against Tom Travojevic. In saying that, with the form that Turbo is in right now, I'm not going to put that solely on Kirk Hapewell. Um, I think you could have a genuine centre, and they could probably have just as much trouble with him. But Brent Tate, he's definitely a guy you would have to consider. I mean, when you also have a look at their side... Especially their back five. If you take out the fullback now, Val Holmes, you got Kyle Felt, Capewell, Gagai, Mulatalo. Now, Kyle Felt's played one origin game. Kurt Capewell's a back rower. And Mulatalo's making his origin debut after only debuting, what, two or three years ago in first grade. Sort of been in and out a little bit with injuries and whatnot as well. Um, Dane Gagai, he's obviously an origin legend. You would never take him out, but... To be able to bring in a Brent Tate over these guys, wow, it would be a really fantastic option there. The next one is Kevin Walters. 
Obviously, former coach of the Queensland Maroons, uh, played a lot of games off the bench for Queensland, but was 5'8 in a number of games as well. Obviously, won a heap of premierships for the Brisbane Broncos. Always a very, very solid player. Played 20 games for the Queensland Maroons, a really good knock. And the reason why I'm probably looking at Kevin Walters a little bit more now than what I was yesterday, I mean, yesterday as it stood... You had Reese Walsh at fullback. I was never really considering moving Munster to fullback. Now I seriously would be. And if I was able to bring a Kevin Walters into this side, just his experience and everything that he brings with him, 24 hours before the game, move Munster back to his more dangerous position, you would seriously have to consider Kevin Walters again. Our next guy, Gary Larson. A guy that could play anywhere in the forward pack, essentially. And this is a fellow that I would have to really consider. I believe the Queensland pack, they are better for this game than what they were last game. I think if you offered me Gary Larson in the last game, I probably would have taken him, to be honest with you. But you welcome back Christian Welsh. Obviously, he played last game, but he missed the vast majority of it. You also welcome back Josh Papali, which is going to be huge for this team. Absolutely massive. You bring David Fafita onto the bench as well. I think it's going to add some great impact. But, for example, a Francis Molo. I mean, if you could bring a Gary Larson, and put him on the bench. Another sensational option for Queensland. Obviously, a guy that played a number of games and was extremely, extremely passionate for the Queensland Maroons jersey. A champion fella. Obviously, a North Sydney Bears legend as well. 24 game, twenty-four games for the Queensland Maroons. I think it's someone that is probably a little bit underappreciated. Started his career in the lock position, moved to the second row, then finished his career in the front row for Queensland. So a guy that has just done it all for Queensland across his 24 games. Uh, never scored a try in State of Origin, but always was just the guy that would put his head where most of us wouldn't put our foot. So a guy you have to consider. Now, talking about guys that uh, would put their heads where I wouldn't put my, put my foot, Tony Carroll, Tunza, uh, the bodyguard, Wayne Bennett used to call him, Kevin Costner, a brilliant player, Tony Carroll, one of the more underrated guys I think I've ever seen. A guy that sort of started his career on the bench at Queensland, played a little bit of centre here and there, and then eventually moved his way into the forwards. He would either play locker in the second row, but was always that guy that could shift out to the centres if, if need be. And another fellow that when you look at Tony Carroll and you, and we talk about a lot of these guys like you look at a Kurt Capewell he's the sort of guy that can shift from the second row out to the centre and he doesn't look out of place Tunza big ass just built like an absolute barrel never really looked like a centre but was always so damaging there a real versatile fella and another guy that they could bring into this side play him off the bench and he could just cover a vast array of roles here you put him in the starting team he would be so damaging so Tony Carroll another guy that you have to seriously consider here and when I look at this team you know it's tough it is very tough who would you bring in here personally as a New South Wales fan as soon as I saw Reese Walsh was injured the first thing I thought was fuck are they going to play are they going to play Cam Munster at fullback that is what worries me the most personally I would rather see Munster one in and play 5-8 as soon as he goes into fullback and he's got more time and more space I think that's when he's more dangerous it looks like they're going to play Val Holmes at fullback Uh, for me I think the guy that I would probably have to bring in here would be Kevin Walters, to be honest with you. He's a guy that I would bring in, obviously we're 24 hours out from this game, to bring in that much experience into this side, play him at 5'8 and free up Munster to go and play out on that edge, I think it would be unreal. And to be honest with you, I'd even consider playing Val Holmes in the centres to defend where Kurt Capel is. I think that they are going to come with a lot of energy. The New South Wales Blues, you look at that that back line, those seven players, they're unbelievable. And I mean, Jack White is still sitting on the pine as well. So I would probably move around their spine a little bit, but I would center it around moving Munster 
to fullback. And this is something I've been talking about for a few years that I believe his best position is fullback. I know people see him playing 5'8 for Queensland and for Australia and they think he's the best 5'8 in the game, which I agree. I, I also think he is the best 5'8 in the game. Don't get me wrong. But I think he's better at fullback. Does it mean he's the best fullback in our game? No. I still think Tedesco uh, and Tom Trevojevic are probably better than him at fullback. But I think Munster, on the biggest stage in a Queensland jersey at fullback with a bit more time and space, I think that is what would worry me the most as a New South Wales fan. And I think that's how you should pick footy sides. I'm not as worried about Val, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, He'll probably pull our pants down in Suncorp now. But... Cam Munster at fullback, he would be the number one worry for me, hence why I would bring in Kevin Walters. It was really close between Kevin Walters and Michael Morgan, but Kevin Walters, just with the experience he's had, um, it just means so much, especially 24 hours out from this game. And just a reminder, guys, stay tuned for our full Origin 2 preview. Natty's going to be joining us later this morning, going to all in-depth on all of our bets, all of our tips, all of our predictions and everything. And then we're also going to go through and do a random 17 state of Origin-wise. So it's a big day on the podcast, heading into Origin 2. Plenty of content to get you through the day, especially if you're down here in Sydney and lockdown. It's pretty grim at the moment. Let's dive into our New South Wales, our six options that we had there, just repeating them. The first one was Nathan Hindmarsh, then Benny Elias, then E.T., Andrew Eddinghausen, Ben Kennedy, Mark Gaznia, and of course, Brett Kamali. Now, New South Wales coming off a 50-odd point victory. It's a pretty stacked team. So, interesting to see how much we actually want to change from this team. I think I know the sort of direction I'm going to go here. It's sort of come down to two guys, but we'll go through each one. Now, uh, our first guy, Nathan Hindmarsh. Now, 17 origin games for New South Wales. A guy that I think between 2000 and 2007, he was the Dallium second row of the year, I think five times. So an incredible player, Hindmarsh. I think he's right up there if he doesn't hold the record for most tackles. Cameron Smith's probably overtaken him uh, for most tackles of all time, but he's right up there, an absolute workhorse. Played in the back row, didn't really have that versatility of being able to play sort of in the front row or as the middle, was sort of always just an out-and-out um, second rower. So when you have a look at the, at the New South Wales side, I mean, Tariq Sims, Cam Murray, I probably wouldn't move Cam Murray. You've got to have him in this side somewhere. Tariq Sims, a guy that you could potentially swap out for Hindy, but um, I think Tariq Sims sort of has more high-end potential in attack, which I think the modern game is sort of obviously more pushed towards, same as Cam Murray. And then, I mean, you have a look at the bench, the second row was there, Liam Martin, Angus Crichton, a heap of X-factor there. So as good as Hindy was and as much respect as I've got for Nathan Hindmars, he's probably not a guy uh, that I'm going to consider in this one. The next one is Benny Elias. Now, this one becomes very... Very interesting. Now, Benny's origin career. Played a number of games, uh, was a champion for a long time. 19 origin games for New South Wales. Made his debut all the way back in 1985. Now, he doesn't really make the hooker position his own until 1990. There's a couple of guys fighting for that position. Uh, Obviously, guys like Peter Tunks, uh, Roycey Simmons would have battled for a few games there as well. And you look at Peter Tungs, you look at Roy Simmons, sort of that old-style sort of hooker. And, and this is what I spoke about when I spoke about guys that have changed our game with Benny Elias. He was the first real halfback to play hooker. He had a really crafty style about him. If I had to compare Benny to someone uh, that people would have seen, you can probably think back to Robbie O'Farrell, probably when he was at the start of his career. Uh, Robbie Farrell for the West Tigers, you know, obviously a guy he would have looked up to Benny Elias and studied the way that he did it, but the way the guys showed the ball now, they dummy, they go the other way. A lot of trickery in around the play, the ball, a lot of working off lazy markers and whatnot. This is what Benny was great at. So for me, he's actually a guy that I think would do incredibly well um, in the modern game. He's a guy that I would seriously, seriously consider bringing into this team. Damien Cook is obviously a champion player, but for me, 
We haven't seen the best out of Cookie in a couple of years. I don't think we saw the absolute best out of him in Origin 1 either. I mean, he didn't have to do too much, let's be honest here. Uh, But Benny Elias, he's one that I have to seriously consider because I feel like Damian Cook, he's not playing up to the potential that we know he can at this point in his career. The next man on our list is Andrew Eddinghausen, ET. Um, A pretty good record for New South Wales as well, 27 games. Now, in those 27 games, scored seven tries, played on the wing, played center, came off the bench a couple of times, and of course, filled in uh, at fullback for a number of occasions, sort of in the early 90s for a couple of years there. But if I had to pick a position that I think he was probably best at, I would probably say wing or center, realistically, for ET. And I mean, I think this is just the reality of the situation you said I was in. This back line is just so stacked. I don't think you could really make any changes to it. Obviously, E.T., he is a better player than a number of guys in this back line, but I, I don't know if I'm willing to take them out, to be honest with you. I couldn't take out Brian Toto after his performance the other night. Josh Adokar's proven to be one of the best wingers in our game. I would put him right up there with E.T., to be honest with you, the way that he plays his football. Eddinghausen, obviously, more than just a winger, but... I mean, if you wait, like you're, or if you're going to take out Adokar, you're replacing him with, with a direct winger. I'm not sure if it can get much better than him, to be honest with you. Um, Et obviously had the better career, but Fox has still got a long way to go as well. You know, you wouldn't take out Latrell, and you couldn't take out Tommy Turbo either. So, for me, Et he's not one that I considered here, even though he probably has had the best career out of all the guys there. He's not one that I would change. And I guess the thing with this is that. If you're forcing a change, you bring one of these guys back, there has to be a huge gap, a huge amount of improvement to grab from the old guy to the new guy. And I think any of these guys to ET, I don't think that gap is big enough. So unfortunately, Eddinghausen, as much as a freak as he was, and he's probably the most capped player we're going to talk about today, he's a guy that I can't even consider realistically. And that's just a compliment to the New South Wales back line at the moment. The next man, Ben Kennedy. Now, this was a really popular one on Instagram. A lot of people went with BK. And look, as I said with Highmarsh, our back rowers, they're so solid. Our lock forward's great. Isaiah Yo got our forward pack is just stacked on the bench. But Ben Kennedy, he's one that I would also strongly, strongly consider still just because of the personality he was. He was just one of those guys that turned a locker room. He was a true leader in the forward pack. And obviously, Jake Travojevic, he's not in this side this game. So that's a massive loss as far as your leader goes in the pack. The guy that says the right thing at the right time, the guy that's willing to roll his sleeves up and really dive in on those tough carries and you don't really have that leader in this forward pack I mean Saifiti and Junior Paulo really talented guys but they don't have that same sort of aura to them as a Ben Kennedy or a Jake Trevojevic Cam Murray's very young Tariq Sims has never really been that guy Isaiah Yo, I think he's too much of a calm sort of character he doesn't really scream that to me Angus Crichton, Payne Haas, Liam Martin, they don't have that guy. I think bringing a Ben Kennedy in, I think this would be a sensational pick. He's one that I'm strongly considering. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Mark Gasney is our next one. Another absolute champion for the New South Wales Blues. Uh, just so destructive at his absolute best, Mark Gasney. Is so damaging. Carried a famous name into the State of Origin arena and just carried it so well. Uh, only played 12 games for New South Wales. I thought he would have played more. Made his debut in 04. Played his last game in 2011. Uh, played every single game at centre except for one that he played at 5'8". Obviously played vast majority of his career in origin 2006 to 2011 so when they were this really damaging juggernaut the Queensland Maroons so you know a tough career for him in origin and I mean you know you you, you consider that from 2006 onwards he played this juggernaut of a side I mean he scored four tries in his first four origin games yeah that finished in 2005. 2006, 2011, he plays another eight games. He doesn't score a single try. So his strike rate was 100% before this Queensland dynasty started. And then, you know, you look at the score lines, the Blues, they just weren't scoring more point, uh, many points. So Mark Gaznia, an absolutely sensational player who was really unlucky to play in the time he did. Thankfully, he got to play in the 04 and the 05 series uh, with Freddie and Joey. I, I actually made his debut in game three of the 04 series. Scored two tries that night as well. I think Freddie laid him on for one there too. So um, a champion player, Gaz, but a guy that, once again, I think the gap between Tom Travojevic, Latrell Mitchell, and Mark Gaznia. Personally, I think both of these guys are going to overtake him career-wise. So not a guy I would consider, but a champion player. Last one's Brett Kamali. Uh, BK only played about 10 games for New South Wales. I thought he would have played more. He's in there for a long time, a long span of time. Obviously made his debut in the year 2000. Uh, I believe he had Andrew Johns on the bench in that side, and he was playing halfback. So um, a pretty impressive nod there for Brett Kamali. Um, did this on a number of occasions as well. Also moved Jeff Tuvey to hook so BK could definitely play extremely underrated but I mean if you're going to put Brett Kamali in that means you're taking out either Cleary or you're taking out Luai and I just think you'd be crazy to break up this combination so another one BK I couldn't consider him so for me it comes down to Ben Kenny and Benny Elias really tough here Benny Elias I think that positional wise they probably need a guy like him, I just feel like Cook isn't offering quite enough at the moment. Ben Kennedy, probably positional-wise, they don't really need Ben Kennedy. But my decision sort of came down to the emotion that each of these characters would bring, and I just don't think you can go past Ben Kennedy. We hear about the impact, obviously, that he had up at Newcastle. Um, obviously, t- 2001, Andrew Johns wins the Clive Churchill medal there, was the best on ground. But I'll tell you what, fuck Ben Kennedy was unlucky. And if you were to say who was the second best... God, it would have been hard to leave this guy out. Ben Kennedy was unreal in this grand final. He then moved to Manly. And I think he only played two or three seasons in Manly. But, you know, when when I spoke to Michael Witt and when I hear all these guys talk about BK at Manly, he just changed the culture there. And that's what he would bring to this New South Wales side. And it's funny, you know, I I think BK retired in 2006 from memory. Uh, Obviously, 06, the Broncos defeat the Melbourne Storm in the grand final. And then the year after that, Manly go to the grand final. They lose. They win the year after that. So he, he... the, the culture change that he brought, he really set that club up for success, especially bringing guys through like Anthony Watmo, Glenn Stewart, these sort of fellas, a couple of handy front rowers there as well. Uh, but Ben Kennedy, I think he's the guy that I would bring into this New South Wales side. Probably start him on an edge. I'd probably start him on an edge. I might even bring Cam Murray off the bench for some really good impact. But I just think you've got to have... If you've got a, the opportunity to have a Ben Kennedy in your side, he's got to be in your starting third and a champion player. So the two guys I'm bringing in, Ben Kennedy and Kevin Walters there, mainly bringing in Kevin Walters to free up Cam Munster to play fullback. That's what would worry me the most if this Queensland team made changes off the back of Reese Walsh being out. As I said earlier, stay tuned. Over the next hour or two, we're going to be dropping... 
our podcast with Natty. It's a full origin preview. And then we're going to be diving into our randomized one to 20 squads for New South Wales and Queensland of all time. I'm going to do New South Wales. Natty's a Queensland fan, so he's going to do Queensland. And we're going to do that using the footy cards like we did the other day. It's one that I'm really looking forward to. Stay tuned. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.